Welcome to Brand Lover, honest, real, and lively conversations for flourishing entrepreneurs and budding business owners on a mission to cultivate a heartfelt brand that connects with their purpose-driven mission. My hope is that you walk away feeling inspired and refreshed with a weekly takeaway in your back pocket that you can apply to your life or business. Have you ever felt completely rejected and disheartened and potentially heartbroken by someone unfollowing you on Instagram or unsubscribing from your email list or declining a proposal to work with you. Honestly, this is one of the toughest things that small business owners have to wrap their heads around because fear of rejection is simply human nature. We all long to be accepted and loved. We're a tribe species. It's in our DNA. And mind you, if your brand is as close to your heart as mine is, it can truly feel like being picked last for PE in primary school when you have the door closed in your face like that. So (laughs) when you've only just started growing your social media accounts and one person unfollows, it can feel like a personal attack. And I say this because I completely understand Uh, that was me about five years ago. But there's um, something that has really helped me to rationalize the behavior um, of these, the motivations of these people who unfollow, who unsubscribe or flat out say no when I offer a proposal to work together or invite them to join my course or my membership. And in the process, take the focus off what I have done which usually is nothing to cause this behavior and put the focus on understanding their behavior, understanding them better and being empathetic towards their decision-making process and the influences that affect it. I'd like to introduce you to consumer behavior. (laughs) So this is a marketing term for how your ideal customers act during their purchase decision process. Having a deep understanding of consumer behavior is like having a secret treasure map that leads you to anticipate patterns in their behavior that you then have the opportunity to address before it comes to the pointy end of that decision-making process. I hope that's making sense. So you need to think of consumer behavior as like a GPS for your brand You need to know what factors make your customers tick, what problems they're trying to solve and why, and what influences their choices. And once you understand it, consumer behavior patterns can help you to remain objective if a client declines a proposal or abandons their cart um, or even ignores you, unfollows you on Instagram or Facebook or whatever. Um, It can also help you to minimize these events happening in the future. So first of all, let's explore the consumer decision process and then the major influences uh, impacting your audience so you can better understand how to market your product or service in a way that is more attractive than ever. Okay, so number one in the decision process is problem or desire recognition. (laughs) Makes sense, right? Um, So whether it's an imminent problem like a broken washing machine or a material desire like a new necklace, 
there has to be a catalyst for a consumer to even bring awareness to your brand. Number two is information search. So this is going to look like trawling Google, asking friends for recommendations, flagging different social media accounts, um, screenshotting images potentially, depending on what it is, um, maybe even making a Pinterest board um, when it comes to design, which is my world, um, requesting quotes and general information gathering. So step three is consideration. So your customer will, will be comparing these quotes and inclusions in the quotes, um, gauging the interactions they've had with your brand and how they feel about the different solutions that they have discovered. Now, the next step is the purchase. So at this point, the customer will still be subconsciously judging the actual purchase process. And I think a lot of businesses forget this they sort of get to that point and they feel like cool sweet um you know mission accomplished but it's not that simple you really need to be mindful of things like your checkout process um, customer service during the event and the ease of the transaction because it doesn't actually stop there the final step is the post-purchase analysis so your customer will have a lasting impression of their experience with your brand, whether good or bad, based on how they felt during the information search, during the consideration phase, during the purchase phase. Um, and this will be the determining factor on whether or not they return to you, uh, look elsewhere in the future, or potentially even start the decision process all over again which would be catastrophic, I think. So once you understand this process, you can then examine the various influences of consumer behavior and attempt to anticipate reactions and barriers, whether they're real or imagined, uh, through each stage of the consumer decision process. Make sense? <laughs> I really hope you're getting this. Feel free to rewind and make notes for the process um, that I just shared. Um, but I'm going to head into the four categories of influence now. And here's the, the most very simplest way that I can uh, explain it. So the first is external influences. This encompasses things like their culture and their values, um, whether inherent or something that they have developed themselves, um, household income, social status, economic and political fluctuations, which are um, really having an impact on consumer behaviour at the moment, um, tribes or groups uh, that they belong to, like church groups or um, sporting communities and that sort of thing, um, and other brand loyalties. So the second is internal influences. So here we're looking at things like um, motives, emotional state, um, perception, past experiences or memories, personality type, lifestyle, and general attitudes. Now, the third is situational influences. So this could include considerations like physical. For example, they might be asking, are there different sizes available? Time. Do I have enough time for this? Um, what's it required from a time investment? Um, and social. Does this fit in with um, my, my social schedule? 
um, does it align with how I see myself from a social perspective um, and those types of things. So the final influence is called, and this is where it gets maybe just slightly more complex, is called the decision, um, decision process influences. So this applies to the criteria that the consumer must meet in their hairs, like a little checklist, whether they're conscious of it or not, in order to make the decision to purchase or not. So once you understand the first three influences for your unique customer profile, being external influences, internal influences, and situational influences, um, you can then ascertain what might need to be met or addressed when it comes to their unique criteria for each phase of the consumer decision process that I went through earlier and meet them where they're at. The thing is, you can make this as simple or as complicated as you like. Personally, I like to err on the side of keeping everything in my business simple. <laughs> so an exercise I like to do that enables me to step into the shoes of my different market segments for all of my different offers is examining my own purchasing behavior and decision process. So for example, when I'm buying a new course, why am I buying it? How do I feel about spending the money? How would my ideal customer feel in this situation and why? What is holding them back from investing? What family or social influences are they experiencing in that time? What can I share with them that will help them to emotionally connect with what I'm offering so I can eliminate their worries and concerns? So doing this will help you to personally identify with your ideal customers and hopefully eliminate those icky, gross personal feelings of rejection by empathizing with their situation. And if I can sum it up in one sentence, it's not about you. It's about them. If you found this episode inspiring or helpful, I invite you to share the link with another woman in business or someone who needs to hear this message. Every woman we can support to grow a meaningful, profitable brand is another woman who is free to live a purposeful life for herself and be more present for her family. None of us are alone in the challenges we face in business, but the solution can start with a gift from someone else and it could be a podcast episode just like this one. Thank you for listening.